Today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our show and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and getting 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. Welcome back to the Music Movies Podcast. I am your host, Ben Young, and with me tonight, it's my special guest, Drew Keen, how are you doing this week? You know the name, God damn it. Uh, DJ Coldcuts here. I want to say for this episode, I want to be referred to as Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, waka, boy. Waka, waka. Oh, boy. I can only guess why that is. And it's probably because we're talking about Muppet Christmas Carol. And um, you told me that you didn't really, you didn't really prefer it. Um, the only thing I really liked about this movie is I'm a big fan of Sir Michael Caine, and I like, I mean, he's just, I, it's hard to see him and not see Alfred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I yeah, I know what you mean, but before he was Alfred, to me. He was Scrooge. That's right. No. I saw this movie in theaters when I was a kid. How? Oh, that's right. You are like 100,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am like 100,000 years old, so I did get to see this with my dad, who took me 200,000 years old. Yeah, he's super old. <laughs> super old, yeah. We saw it in theaters when theaters were... You know, open when, and you could still a thing. Yeah. yeah, and you could like sit next to people and stuff. Crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Um what a what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be. <laughs> great times, great times. But uh yeah, this is the week of Christmas. Probably my favorite holiday. What about you? Really? Yeah. No, it's not mine. <sighs> I was expecting that. So what would you say your favorite holiday is? I'm I'm a Thanksgiving guy. That's probably pr pretty low for me. Pretty low well, for me. I'm a, I'm a Thanksgiving Halloween guy. Thanksgiving Halloween guy. I like Halloween. I think Halloween might be my number two after Christmas. Thanksgiving three. I'm not going to rank all my holidays right now. If uh, Does birthdays count? Well, I thought you were a big Arbor Day guy, aren't you? <laughs> Harbor Day. No, that shit doesn't count. Late? Are you referring to Labor Day? That it's around I my say Labor Day. No, you said it. Arbor Day. When the fuck is Arbor Day? I don't know. Ben, I'm not a calendar. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Christmas. I'm a guy who likes Thanksgiving. <laughs> anyway, Christmas this week. I think if all goes well, this episode should be out Christmas Eve. Pretty look fitting. Us. Look at look at pretty, us. Pretty fitting. Pretty fitting. So, 
for everyone, have a Merry Christmas from the Music Movies podcast. Yeah. Happy holidays. Um, happy Chinooka yeah. to quote Smokey Robinson. Happy what? Chinooka. Is that what he says? Does he say that oh, in a song or this? something? No. It's on like one of those cameo things. Someone paid him, <laughs> and they spelled Hanukkah traditionally with the, the, the C-H. And that's what he, and he said? said? He said, happy Chinooka. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know what Chinooka is, but I hope you have a great Chinooka. Fucking Smokey Robinson's on fucking cameo. Come on, man. That Everyone's guy wrote. To pay, ben. I know. I do see some people on there. It's like, Jesus Christ, that guy is on there? That yeah, guy wrote My Girl. Great song. Like, Tears of a Clown, yeah. Great songs. Great song. Yeah. Anyway, back to the, the movie that we're talking do about. English Beat a great cover of it. What's that? <laughs> the English Beat do a oh, great Oh, yeah, they do. They do. They do. But, uh, yeah, we're talking about Muppet Christmas Carol. It's the musical of the month. Keen wants to argue with me again on whether or not it's a musical. I don't know on what grounds it's not a musical. Uh, can you explain to me that real quick? <laughs> I mean, according, I mean, you are correct with your description of a musical of is it do they break out into song yes which it happens numerous times in this movie so i guess by ben young's definition of musical it is a musical well how would you define a musical if that's not what it is i mean i i think it has to go down as our musical of the month <laughs> because it is in fact a musical there you go all right especially according to the wikipedia page you sent me four times <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to bold musical. Um, but yeah, here it is. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Did you know? Did you know? Yeah, thank you. Uh, it had a budget of $12 million, and it made $27.2 million. At the box office, not not huge turnaround. Made its money back. Made a little bit on top. But... The problem was, during that time when this movie was released, it had to face the competition of Home Alone 2 and Aladdin. So, Ooh, I didn't know about the Aladdin. I knew yeah. about the Home Alone 2. But... Yeah, so tough to make money there when you're yeah. up against those two giant battle movies. battle against Arabian Nights. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, 76% critic score. 85% audience score. Okay. All right. You know? I mean, yeah. B plus. B plus. Yeah. There you go. Um, This was Brian Henson's first film. First directed film by him. He's the son of Jim Henson. Jim Henson had died. Notoriously and, uh, a terrible father. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? There's just a quote uh, from Jim Henson's son, excuse me, daughter, that says, like, she was talking to me, it's like, she's like, oh, it must have been awesome, like, having him as dad. He's like, yeah, you try being the daughter of Jim Henson. The dude was never fucking around. Mm. Okay. I could see, I could see that. I could see that. I think but Brian Henson might. How much money did he make off of the fucking <laughs> Muppets, though? I mean, uh, shit done, probably. And Brian Henson done. probably has different feelings about him, considering he's in the business with the Muppets. Right. And um, he's, he's also making that yeah. Muppet money. And guess what else about Brian Henson that's 
uh, a win in my book. What is that? He is married to the actress Mia Sarah. Do you know who she is? Who's that? That would be Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Andy> smoke show. <laughs> yeah, I read that. I was like, oh, good for you. Hey, nice. <laughs> nice. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Um, but yeah, there you go. Do you got any did you knows for me? Ben, I do have some did you knows. All right. Ben, did you know that Sir... Again, Sir Michael Caine considers the role of Scrooge to be his most memorable to him. No, I didn't know that. I guess he is super into playing. I mean, maybe he's a. <laughs> he must he be a fucking big, loves the Muppets. Yeah, he's a big Muppet guy. Big Muppet guy. Which Respect is a weird it. Thing to be. Hey, you know what, Keen? I I might consider myself a pretty big Muppet guy too. How about Do you have that? Any Mupp- Muppet shit in your house. Uh, I have a poster of this movie in my theater room. Why this movie? This is my favorite Christmas movie, Keen. And I like Christmas. So there over you go. Elf? Yeah, over Elf. You're a crazy person. Over Die Hard? Over Die Hard, yeah. I like watching this movie. This movie makes me feel good. It's very <laughs> Sorry, <should> charming. <laughs> All right, Ben, do you have a... Did- did you know? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Let's get back to me being a Muppet guy. Yeah. Originally, the three ghosts that visit Scrooge were played by Miss Piggy, Scooter, and the Great Gonzo. Um, I like how they casted this movie a lot, actually, and I'm glad that it played out the way that it did. I think it would have been weird if they had the three ghosts played by. Muppets that we know and love, you and I. We both love the Muppets, so. Nope. (laughs) Not you and I. Do you even know the Muppet Scooter? Do you know Scooter? No. God, you suck. I'm talking. I needed to get a Muppet person on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not huge in the Muppets. Yeah, that's apparent. All right. Give me another did you know. So I, this is like a, a, a double header here. It was, this is the first Muppet movie where Kermit the Frog isn't the lead role. Oh. And Miss Piggy doesn't come in until 53 movie, minutes into the movie. That is pretty interesting. And true. Makes it a little bit of a different type of movie. Because the other Muppet movies are primarily based around Kermit and Miss Piggy. Correct. Um... My last one, the original score was composed by Miles, this guy named Miles Goodman, and the songs were written by Paul Williams. Williams, he previously worked with the Muppets on the soundtrack to the Muppet movie with uh, Kenneth Asher, where they were nominated for an Academy Award for writing which song, Keen? Can you name the song? Nope. What do you think the most popular Muppet song is ever? The Sesame Street song? No, Keen. Sesame Street is not Muppets. They're kind of. They're, they're under the Muppet Jim Henson guy. umbrella, but Muppets is different. 
Okay. It's Rainbow Connection, brah. Come on. I don't, know, don't even know if I know that song. You don't know Rainbow Connection? Yes, you do. No. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? I don't know this song. Oh, my God. You suck so bad. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, Muppet fans out there. Uh, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to... Here we go. All right. I'm going to have to step up for us here. It's going to be a battle. Um, That was my last Did You Know. Do you have any more? Or do you want to get to the scene um, breakdown? Just that... This movie was originally planned to be a television special, and then they made it into the movies. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it would be any different if it was a TV special. Maybe the budget would have been a little bit lower, but I'm glad that it made it to the theaters because I remember going to see it in theaters. And it, like I said, probably my favorite Christmas movie. I watch it every... Every Christmas season. That's crazy to me that this is your favorite Christmas movie. Well, we're going to get to the scene breakdown for me to explain why. Nostalgia too, but what what do you got there? Oh, nice. Keen is showing me a little light setup that he has in his house with a click of a button. Just lit the whole place up. That's right. Mr. Not Christmas got shit ton of lights in his house. There you go. Did you hang them? Or was that your girlfriend, Rachel? That was all my girl. My, that was all my girlfriend. Okay. She's a huge good for her. Christmas. All right, good for her. Good job. Good for her. Good for her. All right, you ready for the scene breakdown? Scene breakdown. So the beginning of the movie, we start out, we meet Gonzo, who is Charles Dickens, and and we have Rizzo the Rat. Again, I think this is just funny that they have Muppets playing characters, and in this case, Gonzo is playing Charles Dickens, the author of the book. The very famous author, yeah. Yeah, Christmas Carol. There you go. Um, I think these guys are great as narrators of the story. And there's the one guy that knows everything versus the person who is learning on the fly and kind of gives the perspective of the audience, assuming that you don't already know the Christmas Carol story. But yeah, man, I this is just a funny scene in the beginning where Rizzo is eating the apples and he get like again we say this on every episode but the beginning scenes just setting the tone and in this one he's like he's eating these apples and Gonzo's like what the fuck are you doing man like and he goes i'm creating scarcity drives the prices up that's funny i also that was funny again that's also uh, in a situation where there was an adult joke in a kids movie yeah and there's a shit ton of them in here I think the I think the humor is just so dry, but just so funny. Um, and then Gonzo goes, "The Marleys were dead to begin with." I just think this is a crazy opening to a story, and I'm guessing that's how the actual novel opened. 
but I've never actually read the novel of this. Have you? Have you ever read I, A Christmas I, Carol? Well, I'm not a big reader over here, Ben, not going <laughs> to lie to you. <laughs> Me um, neither. <laughs> I'm more of a watcher. More of a watcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do remember having to read this in school. Oh, yeah? Definitely around okay. this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I don't think that I actually read it because you could just find cliff notes on the internet at that time. Oh, um, you could probably find even more now. For sure. For sure. Way more, way better technology at this point. I did that shit a lot in high school, especially. Yeah. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. Didn't read that book. I watched the movie. It was pretty good. I liked yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't read a lot of books. I didn't read a lot of books. <laughs> didn't read a lot of books. Uh, I yeah. do like the back and forth between Gonzo and uh, Riz with the Rat. It's very yeah. funny. Um, I do like how heavily, heavily uh, emphasized they make the point to tell you that the Marleys are dead. It's fucking funny. Like, which, which is bananas for a, <laughs> a child's Christmas movie. Like, remember, these guys are dead. They're so dead. They're super yeah. Dead. They're so dead. Yeah. It's so like, fucking like really funny. fucking hammering that point. They're home. really fucking dead. Yeah, like they 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 said everything but that. It's like she's like, yo, these guys are fucking dead. Well, it's funny that you mention that, um, because originally the Muppets were not a kid. I should have put this in the did you know? But the Muppets originally weren't like a kids friendly show. The very first, like the beginning of the Muppets, it was actually originally called the Muppets, the Muppet Show: Sex and Violence. So, Whoa. It was, yeah, what? look it up. Uh, yeah, the now Muppet Show. Kind of show. The Muppet Show: Sex and Violence aired on ABC March nineteenth, nineteen seventy-five. It was one of two pilots produced for the Muppet Show. So, there you go. What I'm trying to so, get at is that the Muppets. They got a fucking edge, man. And it's they've always had it. Keen's losing a bet right now. I can see it on his face. And I'm not uh, losing a bet. My team is losing. 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 Right yeah, okay. Well, sucks to suck. Anyway, moving along. Then we get to uh Scrooge. Scrooge's entrance. Michael Kane, our boy. He's still kicking too, man. That guy's like he, old. He's like, been in some great movies, man. Oh, dude, Secondhand he, Lions. That's a great movie. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh man, that's a good one. Good one. Okay. Oh, real good, real good. Yeah, this guy's eighty-seven years old. Jesus Christ, that's yeah, <laughs> old. Still in, got it too, man. Still he got it. This. Still got it. Uh, he's so Inception, good in Dark, Knight movies. Dark Knight movies. Um. And uh, this might be my favorite role of his, though, because, stupid, like I said, stupid. I love this fucking movie, man. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to hide it. We meet him. He's coming out of a back alley, and that's when the song drops. Um, the song, it, it's just called Scrooge. I love this song. This is a great Christmas Scrooge song. It's catchy. It's got clever lyrics. Um, one of the lyrics is, if there came a prize for being mean, the winner would be him. 
Like, dude, that's clever. Uh, it's clever when one of the Muppets goes, even the vegetables don't like him. And then there's another part where the women try to give him the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, maybe he's just, like, really lonely inside, blah, blah, blah. And then they're just like, nah, this guy's a fucking dick. Might be my favorite scene in the movie. Just great, just great open, man. It gives a, like, an eerie sort of tone, too, that song in particular. Yeah, the song does a great job of painting the character of Ebenezer Scrooge. I mean, Michael Caine plays this role very well as well. Um, He's a beast. It, they do a good job of, like, almost pivoting this towards a kid's movie or child movie with the whole, like, you know, vegetables don't even like him. Yeah. It's like a good back and forth. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> I probably should eat some more vegetables myself, but too busy probably eating should. candy. Too busy eating candy. Yeah. Like candy man. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just... D did you like the song? Do you like any of these songs? Or are you just a hater? I know you're not a musical song guy, though. Uh, most of these songs sounded exactly the same to me. Like, I was afraid of that. Was as do most, most Christmas songs to me. I'm not a big Christmas music guy. Not a so big they, Christmas they... guy. Not a big Christmas song guy. Okay. Okay. It's because I worked years in retail. And the entire month of fucking December, I've listened to nothing but the same 10 Christmas songs. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. I bet they didn't play this song. Scrooge. Scrooge's uh, entrance music. I, I doubt they did. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I liked it, and I really liked that song. And then uh, we cut to a scene where we meet Bob Cratchit, played by Kermit the Frog. My man. I like him. And, Good uh, old Bobby Cratchit. Bobby Cratchit. And... Um, it's a scene between Kermit and this guy, Mr. Applegate, and Scrooge. And I love when Scrooge tosses Mr. Applegate out, and Mr. Applegate's just like, please don't, just please don't yell at me. And then Scrooge just, like, throws him out. He's like, oh, thank you for not shouting at me. Yeah, <laughs> like, at least you didn't shout at me. I don't know, man. Again, like, the humor in this yeah. movie is just, it's fucking funny. Got thrown out of the club. All right, man, at least you didn't yell at me. <laughs> and then um, Bunce and Honeydew and Beaker enter the room. Do you know the names of these Muppets, Keen? I do know Beaker, and I do know Bunce okay. and Honeydew. Uh, if I had to come down to it being like the Muppets that I do know, obviously Kermit, Fozzie, all those guys. I know Beaker. Gonzo. Bunce, Gonzo, yeah. Um, Miss Piggy. Sweetest Chef, of course. There you go. All right, you know the main uh, ones. You know the main animal. ones. Animal, yep. So you know these two guys. They're coming in. They're looking for charity. They're, they're barking up the wrong tree. Because... They sure are. Because he's like... Some of us are endeavoring to raise a fund for the poor and the homeless. What might I put you down for? Nothing. You wish to remain anonymous? I wish to be left alone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's fucking funny. Like He's like, no, I, given... <laughs> I'm not giving you any fucking money. Get out of here. I'm Scrooge. Uh, and yeah, this movie, it's just got a ton of dry comedy, man. 
that, I will say that that was funny. Yeah. And then the next line where the nephew comes in, he's like, and Scrooge is like, why did you ever get married? And the nephew's like, because I fell in love. And then Scrooge goes, that's the only thing sillier than a Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's what Scrooge keeps it real, dude. He ain't fucking around. Michael Caine bringing it in this movie. If there's one thing about Michael Caine, Sir Michael Caine, please show some respect. (laughs) Sir Uh, Michael Caine. He does not fuck around. Yeah. And I think that is one of the things that I read, too, is that he wanted to play the role serious. You know, he didn't want to be acting like he was around a bunch of Muppets. A bunch of fucking puppets, Muppets? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wanted to play it straight, like um, acting with real people. I think he did a good job of that. Are they called puppets or are they called Muppets? They're called Muppets. So if you're a, if you're the guy that plays, you're a Muppeteer instead of a puppeteer. I don't know. That's a good question. I would think, right? That sounds Get right. Get fucked. What do you do for a living? I'm a Muppeteer. A Muppeteer. A Muppeteer, also known as a Muppet performer, is a puppeteer for the Muppets. There you go. God damn it. But it's because I got this is, like. This is, this is uh, Disney owned, right? It is now, yeah. It has been since like the mid 90s, yeah. Oh, so it wasn't Disney owned right at this point? I think it was because I know that this one is on Disney Plus. That's where I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was at this time. I think it was. Why do you ask? Because of the fucking Disney has weird ass names like Imagineers and shit like that. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, this Muppeteer definitely came from like Jim Henson or somebody else within that company. I bet that Jim Henson did a bunch of drugs. He probably did. I did a bunch of acid. All right, but let's get back. Let's get back to the movie. Jim Henson's habits to uh, Scrooge pretty much just being a big old dick. Is what the notes say. Uh, Yeah, he is, and uh, he like barely lets him off for Christmas Day. They're like, "Hey, man, just give us a day off. We're not going to have any clients anyway." And Scrooge is like, "Ah, fucking idiots! Like, this is just more day to work. You know, this all, all this guy wants to do is work." All the time, which, you know, I don't know. I don't hate it. That's what Keen wants to do. Keen is Scrooge. <laughs> I was going to ask Keen, does he feel like he's more of a Bob Cratchit or a Mr. Scrooge? It's apparent. The guy is a Scrooge. He doesn't like Christmas. He works all the time. I do and work he all doesn't. And he just wants more and more money. So there you go. When I'm not working, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say that Keen is also he can be a giver as well. Thanks, Ben. Un- unlike Scrooge, who keeps it all to himself. Speaking of giving, Ben, what'd you eat me for Christmas? Um, a sack of coal. But I've been a good boy. Well, that's what you're getting. That's all I can afford. Sorry, bruh. What'd you get me? Sorry. It's a surprise, Ben. Got oh, okay. a couple more days till Christmas. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, again, the comedy when they're working with the rats, and <laughs> Scrooge is like the whole day, and the rats are like, "No, no, that was the frog's idea." 
Like, <laughs> little jokes like that are just hilarious. Um, then we get to a song, One More Sleep Till Christmas. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. I know Keen doesn't enjoy it, but I'm going to have to sing it for him anyway. Did you? Is this your favorite song? Um, no. I like Scro- Scrooge might be number two. I do have it. I think I think I have my number one. Like this is in my top three though for sure. One more sleep till Christmas. I mean, listen, Kermit the Frog, killing it, solid song. But the very end, it annoys me a little bit. Because the whole time in the song he's going, After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. And then it ends. But on the final line, he goes, After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Day. Christmas. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Why? Why'd they have to throw that day in there? I yeah, I did hate that. I mean, Tom Petty did that a lot in his song. Like, um, keep moving on, keep moving on. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Keep moving on. In Last Dance of Mary Jane, he does that. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't have to add that day. Just keep it with Christmas, you know? Yeah, it sounded good. Everyone knows that Christmas is a day and when it yeah. is. You don't need to add day <laughs> at the end. It's just bugged me for the longest time because, as I said, I... Christmas. Mid-afternoon. <laughs> I watch it every year, and then the, he's, like, just staring at the moon. He goes, Christmas day. <laughs> like, didn't need to be there, Kermit. I still enjoy no. the song, but just ended at Christmas. I don't know. So then we get to the scene where Scrooge is going to his house. And um, as Keen was alluding to earlier, the jokes about the Marley Brothers, again, just dry, dark comedy that isn't uh, necessarily kid-friendly, but... I think this line I even picked up on the most recent watch where Gonzo goes, one thing I need you to remember is that the Marleys were dead and decaying in their graves. It's like, yeah, I, I love that. I and love Rizzo that. is like, what the fuck, dude? I, we get it already. Hammering it. They're hammering it. And he's like, what? I mean, it wouldn't make sense if uh, I didn't tell you and made sure that like those jokes were de- like the dad in the room like <laughs> yeah. my, how my dad probably your dad was like <laughs> yeah right, that's, that's funny. funny that's funny Man, meanwhile the kids sticks, are like what the fuck yeah. um what's decaying in their graves <laughs> me dad yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah i i love that that was a great line and uh this is the scene where scrooge is just chilling in his house you know we don't have internet. We don't have power or cable or anything. We're just sitting by our... fucking cold. Yeah, fucking cold. We're sitting in by our lonesome. 
eating so, like a loaf of bread or something by yourself. Like it's pretty depressing, actually. Like if hey, you just minus break... it, uh, minus it being cold, it doesn't sound too bad, huh? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I said minus it being cold doesn't sound too bad. Oh huh? yeah. <laughs> But um, this scene uh, is where the Marley brothers show up as ghosts in their chains. And as a kid, this scene fucking freaked me out because it's weird as shit. It's still weird as shit to this day. And the song itself is pretty weird as too. It's pretty creepy, and if you listen to the lyrics, it's extremely weird and creepy. Because it's two dead guys singing about how bad of people they were in their in their past lives. Um, one of the lines is, I remember when we evicted the entire orphanage, and we watched the kids run. It's like, what the fuck? That's yeah, these up. guys fucking. That's what I mean. It took it a little too far here on this one, dude. Then, like, if, if you're a kid, you have to, as a parent, now you have to explain what getting evicted <laughs> means and what an orphan is. Yeah, it's fucking wi- like what the hell? And the music itself, the Molly and Molly, ooh, it's creepy. Spooky, I will man. say that if I if I had to choose a favorite song, this one might be my favorite song. The reason being is this song could probably fit in like a Nightmare Before Christmas or something. Maybe that's why I like it then. <laughs> it's very like ghost, ghoulish, scary, spooky season. That's how I feel anyway. I don't know. Um, and this is where they tell. Scrooge, he's going to be haunted by three spirits. All of which end up being weird as hell, basically. Yeah, were these... The the people that were the ghosts, are these reoccurring Muppet characters, or are these just one-offs for the movie? This is Statler and Waldorf. They are reoccurring Muppets. They're the two old guys, and probably two of my favorite Muppets, because they're... These two old guys that are hecklers, basically. Like, whenever um, the Muppets are doing something and they think they're doing good, like, they'll just heckle them and be like, eh, actually, that's pretty fucking stupid, you know? Yeah, it, it's, I would it's love funny. for a Muppet to say, that's pretty fucking stupid. They say it in cleaner terms than that, in cleaner words than that, but you get the idea. They're funny, man. They're funny. I'll have to put. I'll have to sh- send you a a, uh, a YouTube video of them doing heckles and stuff that you probably won't watch, but they're nah. fucking funny. Um. So d- after yeah, during this part, this is where Rizzo goes. Hey, should we be worried about the kids in the audience? And Gonzo goes, Nah, it's all right. This is culture. This is culture, yeah. Which is accurate. It is accurate. It's just funny that that's like the excuse to get away with these type of things. It's like, oh, it's culture, so it's all right. We're educating them. I remember when we were in Paris and I ordered like 
straight up rare beef. What is that called? What's the rare term beef? for that? Yeah. Oh, tartar. Yeah, with some. Yeah, it might have been called that, but or a carpaccio. Maybe. The waitress was like, "Um, oh, we're supposed to tell you got like you guys being like Americans, you that Americans, it, yeah, yeah, that like it's rare just to let you know." And I was like, "Eh, fuck it. I'm in Paris. I'm gonna. It's culture, man. I'm gonna eat it. Hey, it was good. When it went in Rome, right? Yeah, when in Rome, exactly. But uh." So then we get to the first spirit. It's the ghost of Christmas past. And it's this creepy looking girl. She, I mean, again, like all these spirits are kind of weird in their own ways, but I don't understand why she wasn't a Muppet. It's like a CGI type of thing. Yeah, and I so- thought this one was weird. It feels like like her character was an afterthought. Like, oh, oh shit, we got to get a ghost of fucking Christmas past. Ooh. Yeah. Gonzo can't do that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they didn't do a Muppet here. Um, I guess she does. I don't know who does the voice or whatever, but it's just strange. And again, we didn't read the novel, so I don't know how she's portrayed in the novel. But yeah, it's just like this creepy girl. It's just weird. And... It's pretty funny how Rizzo and Gonzo tag along everywhere they go, but they're like are susceptible to their surroundings. Like they're the narrator of the story, but they're literally in the story. So when she's carrying them, they're like getting hit by all these fucking branches and shit going to the past. Yeah. I I thought that was funny. Again, that's like an adult humor kind of thing. Yeah. Um which is nice cuz I mean it's also it's like humor for the kid, but it's also humor for the adult. Yeah. Exactly. But then we get to the scene where we see Scrooge's past as a just a little schoolboy, basically. Um Scrooge sees himself as a kid. And uh He was even then he was Super focused on work. He didn't have any fucking friends. Kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, how do you live like this? Even as a kid, it's just like, eh, I'm just going to work all day. They never, like, get into his parents or anything. Like, maybe it was his upbringing or... I don't know. Like, how do you... Like, do you know anybody that's just like, eh, I don't have any friends? Well, I guess if they... I guess if you did know somebody like this, then they would have friends. They would have friends, exactly. But yeah, so Gonzo's talking about how Scrooge saw all his years of schooling, like in this one spot, and like how the like the room is decaying and everything over the years. One of my questions, though, is like. Did they just have the same classroom for all the years of schooling back then? Like, I didn't really understand that. And that kind of didn't make sense to me. I mean, didn't they used to have, like, your whole... Like, you wouldn't leave the classroom. Like, that one teacher would teach all the subjects. That makes sense. But they were saying yearly. So, like, is that the same teacher in oh. the same classroom every time? Maybe That's it was. Not sure. 
I do like Sam Eagle being the teacher. So that was an, that's another Muppet. Do you know Sam Eagle? No. Very patriotic Muppet. He's like yeah, all it about like it. A superhero. Captain America. It sounds. Uh, like you're saying the name like sounds like a yeah. Sam yeah. Eagle. Yeah. So in Disney World, there is a Muppet. 3D show. It's called Muppet Vision 3D. And they do a finale, and Sam Eagle is in charge of the finale. And Kermit asks him, Oh, what's it called? And he's like, It's, and, he, and Sam Eagle goes, It's a salute to Operation all. Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> no. He goes, It's a salute to all nations, but mostly America. <laughs> yeah. It's like in a head of state, God bless America, and no place else. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. So that's why within this movie, when Gonzo goes, <laughs> when Sam Eagle goes, it is the American way, Gonzo has to go to him and be like, hey, right. it's actually the, the British way. It's like, way. oh, it's the British way. Because he's got America so ingrained in his head. That's why that's funny, Keen. Come on. little inside baseball. Yeah. Muppeters out there. What, For you Muppeters you out there. Muppeters? Is that what you guys are called? Muppet fans, Muppeters? Muppet fans, yeah. Yeah, man. I just thought that was good. Um, then we get to the Fozzie party. I like that Fozzie waka, makes... Waka, waka, Fozzie doesn't have a huge role in this movie. Not at all, which I was uh, I thought was weird. Is he a second-hand, like a second-rate Muppet? Dude, like, top three Muppets, like... Most popular, I feel like, are Kermit one, Fozzie two. Oh, I think Fozzie's two. Like the big three are like Kermit Fo or four. I would say Kermit, Fozzie, Gonzo, Piggy. Like those four right there. I Fab wonder why four. that Fozzie plays such a limited role in the movie, and Miss Piggy's not until almost an hour into the movie. I guess because Michael Caine is uh, stealing the spotlight, maybe. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's that dude from Batman. Batman wasn't even a fucking thought when this movie came out, Keane. I guess yeah. that's true that he is still the dude from Batman later Still on. the dude from Batman, that's yeah. a fact. Secondhand Lions, great movie. Never seen it. It's got that dude, what's that bitch's name from The Sixth Sense? The kid? Yeah. Joel something? Haley Joel uh, Osmond. Haley Joel Osment. There it is. It's got that guy in it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out, maybe. Is it a music movie? Nope. Oh, okay. It's like a coming-of-age tale. <clears throat> oh. Unfortunately, we can't talk about it on the pot, though. So, nope. I'm sorry. not sure there's a single song in that movie, so... <laughs> I love during this Fozzie party, though. It's like a work waka, function waka. party. I love that Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem is the band of the party. Again, it's just great casting. I love how the Muppets are interspersed throughout this movie in roles that I feel like pertain to their characters as Muppets, if that makes any sense. Do you know Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem? 
Isn't that the band that uh, Animals the Drummer for? Yes. There you go. I like the I like the name a lot. That name is badass. Doctor Teeth is and bad Electric ass. Electric Mayhem. That yeah. Is fucking cool. Cool. I want. I if I was to ever wear a Muppet T-shirt, it would be a Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem. That's see. I think that's a little dark for Are the Muppets. That's. I mean, that's kind of like the uh, Sex and Violence kind of feel. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've seen a picture of me wearing that T-shirt or you're actually just saying that. Oh, you I, have that T-shirt? I have a T-shirt oh, that says Dr. Teeth that. and Electric Mayhem on it. I'll have to send you a picture of it. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, and they do have some good songs throughout Muppet movies. Give me my nightlife. I'll have to send you that one. But it's good. I think Alkaline Trio might even do... Uh, a cover of one of their songs. Great band. Yeah, great band. I could be wrong. I know there was a whole... Listen, Keen, like, people are diehard Muppet fans. There was a whole album of Muppet cover songs. Rivers Cuomo and... Oh, he fucking would like the Muppets. And uh, Paramore's lead singer, what's her name? Haley Williams. Yeah, they did a cover of Rainbow Connection, the song that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. God. During this party, though, Scrooge is finally told to loosen up and talk to some people, and this is where he meets Belle. Yeah, he complains about the price of the party. Yeah, it's like, dude, are you fucking paying for it? Yeah, Your dude. Fozzie is. Lair the firm uh, is like, don't worry about it. it. Let's rage. Yeah, yeah. I I love the the office holiday party. Like good times. Just get bombed. Let's go. Yeah, make out with a coworker. Yeah, if you're single, go ahead and do that. Who said you had to be single? <laughs> you're living a different life, Keen. You're living a different eyes wide shut life. Anyway, so this is where Bell. A classic female movie name comes in. Yeah. And uh, I guess her and Scrooge hit it off. Because then we fast forward. Go ahead. Well, who could say no to Michael Caine? A young Michael Caine, too. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we fast forward a little bit, and Belle is talking to Scrooge about getting married. And he basically tells her, they don't have enough money to get married. And I feel like uh, he's kind of making sense here because weddings are expensive as shit. And it's like, you know, he's probably like, uh, we could probably spend that money on something else maybe. Or, yeah, like a house like, or, a or, car or uh, Yeah. And she's like, well, wait a minute. We have to get married to do that stuff. And he might just sort of like, eh, I don't know. You don't, ha- you don't have to. Yeah. And so this is where Belle is like, "All right, well, I guess we're gonna we're gonna break it off then." After, but like in this scene, originally it included another song, and they cut it. They cut it for some reason. It does feel like this scene is kind of like it kind of ends abruptly, in my opinion. 
But uh, I think I think that benefits the scene because you know it's like it's the relationship. You know, it's a heartbreak. The relationship ended, so the scene ended. There you go. I like it. I also like that it kept the movie to an hour and a half. I like shorter movies these days. Busy guy. Yeah, busy guy. There you go. Um, but the song actually does show up in this movie later on, and I'll bring it up when we get to it. But moving along here, we come to his second spirit, the ghost of Christmas present. This is probably my favorite ghost spirit. What character was playing the, the bearded man? I don't know. That's a good question. It reminded me of... Um, shit, what's his name? Come in and know me better, man. It looked like Yukon Cornelius. I don't know that person. From uh, Real with the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they were, like, inspired by him. I could see that, right? For sure. He also kind of reminded me just of uh, Santa Claus. Maybe that's general. what they were going for. Yeah. He just feels like a jolly type of guy, you know? Very upbeat type of guy. Dumb shit, that, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Dumb shit? Yeah. What do you mean, dumb shit? Like, you think he is dumb, or... Uh, what's he call him? Like, quick-minded? Short-minded? Yeah. Well, do you know why he's short-minded? Why is that, Ben? It's because he's the ghost of Christmas present. He's living uh, in the present all the time. He's That's why he's in the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's why he keeps repeating himself over and over again because he's just living in the the very now. Keen's making a live bet as we speak. No, I'm not. I I'm can just tell. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I love that he's. Yeah, I love the line. Come in and know me better, man. Just not be guy. He's very jolly. And then we get to the song. It feels like Christmas. This is just like your standard, like, feel-good Christmas song. Feel-good Christmas song, and guess what? It might be my favorite in the movie. Whoa. It might be my favorite. If you find love, it feels like Christmas. Just straight up classic bullshit christmas song keen is yawning on me as i sing it's true wherever you find love it feels like this song makes me feel good man i like this this part of the movie and michael kane scrooge is looking around like hey maybe i should cheer up a little bit maybe, maybe I should I stop being such a bitch maybe i should be yeah stop being such a dick all the time yeah. This is kind of a fun song, you know? Like, dance a little bit. Get a little, little one-two step. Yeah. But I guess Scrooge is kind of oblivious to himself being a dick because uh, they go to his nephew's house, and his nephew, you know, he's having, like, a little house party. They can't see him there because they're both 
ghosts, I guess. I don't know how that works. Whatever. Um, but his nephew plays a game with friends where Scrooge is the butt of a joke. Yeah, like this is like the classic make fun of your coworker or someone you know with. Yeah, exactly. Joke. So in this case, they're making like, fun you know, the of biggest his... piece of shit I know <laughs> is. <laughs> exactly. Fucking Scrooge. Scrooge. Ah, uh, and everybody starts cackling. Like you're it's right. He is a. Mind. He is he a, is a fucking, fucking dick. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Scrooge is like, wait a minute, I am. Oh wait, damn. Sack of shit. <laughs> Oh my God! She made me a present. I am an I asshole. I am an asshole. Yeah. Um. But again, I'm just like sitting there watching this this scene, and I'm like, dude, you sh you should know that you're a sack of shit. You mean you to tell me you don't know that you're a sack you, of shit? You are oblivious to the fact that you are <laughs> a giant asshole. <laughs> yeah. That just doesn't. Uh. It doesn't add up to me. I mean, even I can sense, like, oh, ooh, I'm really being a piece of shit right now. Yeah, you can tell. There's also days where I walk into places like, oh, man, I just feel like, act like a total dick today. Yeah. Listen, man. It's one thing to be a dick and know it. It's another thing to be a dick and not know it. And I don't know True. how he doesn't yeah. know it here. I don't know how he doesn't know it. Yeah, I mean, he told the charity people to go fuck himself, so... <laughs> threw a dude out of the door but he didn't yell at him he evicted an entire orphanage <laughs> with the marley brothers yeah that's, that's not great <laughs> that's not great no so then they go over to bob cratchit's house and like scrooge is like pumped. good old bobby cratchit yeah he's like pumped to go over there for some reason he's like oh bob cratchit's house oh yeah that's like my best employee you know to his credit and, he and is he, yeah, he is, and and Bobby stands up for him. Dude, he does stand up for him. Bobby but, stands up for him. But before we get to that, is it weird that frogs and pigs, because Cratchit married to Miss Piggy in this right, scene. I, I, I knew where you were going. Yeah, they're eating a goose. Is that weird? Yeah. No, it's not at all. No? Goose is... Um, Hold on. Goose is a very traditional French thing to eat during the holidays. Yeah, but I'm and talking English. about... Yeah, I know humans would eat goose. But I'm saying in terms of pigs and frogs. I mean, yeah, they're not real people. They're animals. I know. Yeah, I... I guess that's what's weird to me. It's like, I know you guys are Muppets and you're supposed to be playing like humans, but... I don't know. I just think that's funny that they're like, oh, we're uh, we're roasting a goose right now. And it's like, yeah, well, you're a fucking pig and you're a frog. You should be roasting, too. But regardless, Bob Cratchit, he may be the most thankful motherfucking person Yo, he's I've the ever realist, heard of. He's the realest one. He is. He thanks Scrooge, even though Scrooge is a huge dick. You know why? Because yeah. Cratchit realizes, hey, this motherfucker's at least giving me a job. Right. You know? Food on the <laughs> food table. Food on the table. 
Do you think you would be that way, or do you feel like you'd be more like Miss Piggy and be like, fuck that guy. He's an asshole. I mean, I'm usually very quick to be the fuck that guy uh, mantra, but I think that I'd be more of a little Bobby Cratchit kind of guy where it's like, hey, man, that guy puts food on my table. Make sure my rent's paid. I would hope to be more like Bob Cratchit, but... At the same time, I feel like I'd be in the between, actually. Yeah. Like, that's, that's between little, Miss Piggy and Cratchit and be like, you know, I, I know he's giving me a job, but at the same time, could you, like, do a little bit more? Be a little bit nicer? Yeah, I agree. I don't I, know. Probably, you know what I mean? I'd probably be in the middle of it, but I, again, I am very quick to the fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I, I know that. I know that about... I know that about my special guest. He's definitely quick to be the fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. But then uh, we get to Bob Cratchit, his son, Tiny Tim. And this is where Tiny, Tiny Tim Tiny sings Tim. a song. God, I can't even think of the song title. This song was the weakest, in my opinion, of all the songs in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, now I can sing it in my head. Uh, it's a snore fest. Why is it that, like, in the middle of the movie, they always have to hit you with, like, a. Especially with the musicals, I feel like they always have to hit you with, like, a snore fest type song. Do you agree with that? It, it seems it like it happens it every to. fucking. It, it seems like it happens every fucking musical. Like, there's always, like, a snore. A snoring song, and this is this is that song for me. I didn't like it, and I like Tiny Tim as a character, but yeah, this song, I wish they gave him a better one. Maybe something a little more poppy, a little, little more catchy, a little snappy, yeah, you know? Yeah, a little, little, little snappy, snappy, yeah, snappy. Yeah, like that thing you do or something, you know? Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> drive it like you stole it. Drive it like you stole <laughs> Yo, what if Tiny Tim just went... You just started hearing, and he just broke out into drive it like you stole it. That'd be incredible. That'd be great. I'd be like, oh, fuck. And like, they just like clear off the table and start dancing on it or something. Man, I would make this movie so (laughs) much better. Uh, I don't know why you hate on this movie so much. You're just not a Muppet guy. Yeah, and you don't have that. You're not a Muppet Muppet guy, guy. and you don't have the Muppet nostalgia like I do. I don't. That's a that is probably the. That's a great point. Nice job, Ben. You didn't watch the Muppets growing up. I did not watch the Muppets. Did you watch the Muppet Gullah Gullah Island guy? Gullah Gullah Island. Okay, I, I I see where you're going with that. That is not a Muppet. Watched a lot of Doug growing up. Doug, I, Doug is good. I like Doug. One, two, three, Jumbo Street represented. I like, I liked Gullah Gullah Island too. Who the fuck was in that frog outfit? Who <laughs> uh, knows? Gullah Gullah. Um, Gullah did, Gullah. I'm guessing you didn't watch Muppet Babies either. Uh, no, but I actually didn't even see the newest Muppet movie with Jason Segel. No, not Muppet movie. Muppet Babies. Have you yeah, watched? I didn't, I didn't watch. I don't. I never watched anything Muppet. 
And you didn't watch the Muppet movie with Jason Siegel. No. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch Sesame Street. I didn't watch any of that shit. Dude, the newest one with Jason Siegel, really good as well. Might be my number yeah. two Muppet movie. Okay. Behind this one? Behind this one, yeah. Dude, the person that made, wrote the Muppet songs in the Jason Siegel movie? It's the dude from Flight of the Concord. Yeah. Brett. Yes. Dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Guess what else? One of his songs won a fucking Academy Award. Man or Muppet. I'm not kidding. I know. I've, I know <laughs> that I did. God. I don't hate on the Muppets. I just don't have the connection that you have with the Muppets. Guess what, Keen? What? That movie is also a musical, so get ready. It's Great. also really fun. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Um, then we get to the Ghost of Christmas Future. This is the scariest ghost of the bunch. This guy's fucking yeah. weird as hell. That's my question: Is why is the ghost of the future? Is it, was it meant to be the scariest? Like you would think the ghost from the past would be the scariest. Now, why do you say that? Why do you think the ghost of the past would be the scariest? Because you're you're going back and seeing all your mistakes that you made. Ah, oh, I see. I see. You are, and it's like, this guy's fucking look looks like the Grim Reaper. Yes, he does. And, like a, there's a, and the the ghost of Christmas past was a, look look like an angel. Like I don't I don't understand. And then you Yukon Cornelius there in the middle. I'm not sure what's going on here. Maybe because in the beginning. Scrooge sort of had a little bit of a heart because you sh saw that he oh, did right. sort of fall in love. And then the future, it was showing like, hey, man, you're going down the wrong path. You see what I'm saying? I got it. Yeah. Whereas in your life or my life, you hope to be improving already. And you hope that your right. your past ghost would be the fucked up one, like you were saying. I mean, do you think the uh, the future one here was like, oh, I gotta be scary as shit because I'm gonna scare the shit out of you? Like, if yeah. You don't change your ways. I gotta, you know. I mean, they do the. I mean, we'll get to it. But yeah, no, you're no, you're so, yeah. you're exactly right. I think that's exactly why they did that. And uh, yeah, he was the scariest ghost of the bunch. Freaked me out. This is not one of the more fun parts of the movie. This is where I'm like, Ugh, I'm kind of out on this part. I I'm sort of asking, like, how is this a kid's movie? Like, this is, like, fucking weird. Because, you know, we get to a scene where the pigs are talking about Scrooge dying and how he basically died with a bunch of money, but he didn't do anything with it and can't do anything with it now because he doesn't have any loved ones. It's just sort of is what it is. It's like, hey, man, you didn't do sh jack shit. You were just a stingy, a stingy piece of shit. Oh, right. then we get to uh, this, like, spider Muppet thing. I thought this was weird. That thing was fucking weird, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I don't even I know, know how they did that, but, like, I guess they were, like, stealing Scrooge's shit, and they were like, hey, uh, Spider Muppet, can you buy these things off of us? And I guess the Spider Muppet was going to, like, turn around and sell it for profit or something. But I just thought that the Spider Muppet is probably one of the, again, like I, I feel like I keep saying this about creepy Muppets, but I hate spiders, and 
Spider Muppet. Fucking weird. Really weird. Nightmares about it? Um, I haven't had nightmares about Spider Muppet, no. At least not yet, right? Not yet. Um, I do wonder who played Spider Muppet now. Maybe I'll look into it more. But, uh, Scrooge finds out that in this future that Tiny Tim died, and that's kind of where he was like, oh, Fuck, Tiny Tim's uh, gonna die? Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Shit. Shit. Now oh, I gotta change my ways. Because this best, is all my... best worker's fucking son. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically like, fuck, that's my fault that Tiny Tim right. died. He, like, blames himself. And he also finds out that he himself died. I mean, he's gonna yeah. die at some point, too. I, I mean, well, Michael Caine is still kicking, like I said, but... You're goddamn right. In this future, he died, and he starts begging the ghost of future. uh, Yeah, the ghost of Christmas future. Like, hey, I can be a better person. Trust me. Blah 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 blah. And then, bang, he's back in reality. And he's like, "Oh shit, I got a second chance." Wrongdoings. Yeah, let me make things right. Now, personal question, do you think it's too late for Scrooge to get it together and be a nice person? I mean, he spent his entire... He's like, what's the oldest shit in this movie? He spent his entire life being a piece of shit. Now, it, fucking, you had a little little wake-up call, and now you're, now you're just a good person? I see what you're saying, Keen, but... At the same time, it's like... Are you going to live your life wondering, standing in the back, looking around? Looking around? Are you going to waste your time thinking how you've grown up? Or how you missed out? Yeah. You know, like, you got to start. You got to start what then? (laughs) I can't do it. Someone's going to ask you what? Anyway, For what I'm trying to fans that didn't catch on, that is a praise chorus by Jimmy Eat one of our favorite bands. Awesome band, great fucking song, arguably their best. My point is, maybe you can start at any time to be a good person. Now it's kind of hard to just flip a switch, I would say, but this guy had like the most fucking lucid dream. You would assume that it's a dream, I guess. And was like, oh, fuck, man. I gotta, like, I gotta change some shit here. So maybe it's okay that he does. I mean, what else is he supposed to do? Continue to be a dick for a little bit longer or be just a little less of a dick? And then instead he's like, no way, man. Uh, I I gotta be good, you know? I had a wake up call. So I'm gonna say it's okay that he decided to turn it around and then we get to another great song thankful heart what do you think of this song any opinions do you not remember it i'm guessing you don't remember it i don't remember it. a lot of these songs weren't very memorable uh, 
Yeah, that means nothing to me. That means nothing to you. Why does that mean nothing to you? Oh, because you said... None of these songs are memorable to you, huh? Right. Yeah. I mean, it was... Like, I didn't look up the lyrics or anything. I like this song. I like a lot of the songs. As I've said, they're very Christmassy, very upbeat, except for the Tiny Tim song. This one included. Well, yeah. But, uh, anyway, we sort of get to the end of the movie, and, uh... What is Keen doing with his microphone right now? <laughs> What is he doing? I wasn't sure if you saw that or not. Yeah. Oh, I see it. And uh, we find out that Tiny Tim lives and everyone goes on happily ever after. Such doesn't die in vain. He doesn't die. Scrooge gives Bob Cratchit a raise. Bobby Cratchit gets the bucks. Big money Bobby's what they call him now. Yeah, man. Just an uplifting ending. I loved it. Great stuff. And, uh... Every, like I said, everyone goes on heavily, happily ever after. And this is when the song When Love Is Gone comes in. And this is actually the song that was cut earlier in the movie. Oh! Yeah! Really? That Bell originally sung the love we found love we found yeah that would make more sense in the breakup scene then yeah it also would have more added more levels of character to bell they probably should have had it during that scene yeah you know what else she was like in and outer yeah you know what else i was thinking like Maybe it would have been too much, but... Right, maybe too much for the kids. <laughs> maybe, but like, uh, okay, this is what I was going to say. She's like such a secondary kind of I know, of she is. She is. But she's never brought back the she, Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. they should have brought her back in the end to like... Oh. Like, I, like, hey, hey, Scrooge. Oh, you're not being a piece of shit anymore? Guess do you want to come Scrooge me? Your girl. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh, nice. You see what I'm saying? Nice. I like that. <laughs> little, You took a little, little picture of my book there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'll show you the fucking Ghost of Christmas picture. Here we go. <laughs> and then I thought, you know, it really wouldn't make any sense. A lot of years have gone by. She's probably with somebody way nicer than Scrooge. Yeah, that just probably getting found... kicked down by someone else. God damn <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah there we go <laughs> i like oh see now i'm in now i'm interested now see, you're interested in you why didn't this movie start off with this because then i'd be like oh yeah start off with bell you're saying or i mean i don't know it's just maybe start more bell more interesting more just start off with something more interesting i liked your little take on it right there yeah man I liked it a lot. Yeah. But uh 
with that said, we get Man, to the end of the if, movie. If that, if that would happen, I'd like it so much more. If she came back around. Just everything you said was happening. She's like, yo, I'm coming back for that Scrooge. I'm coming back for that Scrooge. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. That's a little more my style. Regardless, the movie ends. There you have it. Muppet Christmas Carol. Everything is great. Everything is grand. I got the whole wide world in the palm of my hand. In my palm of my hands. That is... A lyric from a uh, Jason Siegel sung song in the Muppet movie that you haven't seen. So there you go. Um, did you see that one in theaters too? Yeah, Keen, I did. You got a fucking problem with it or what? Hey, man. We both like different shit. Guys, that's the end of the movie for Muppet christmas carol uh but let's get to the let's get to the questions let's get to the questions ben does the music make the movie or does the movie make the music i am gonna say that without being prompted that the movie makes the music i think that the movie is based more on the characters of the story and of the Muppets alone and not so much the songs. The songs don't carry the mo- the movie. I completely agree. I like the songs in this movie. I don't love them. I, oh, you don't I, I, I mean, your free time, Ben? I listen to them around Christmas time, but other than that, I'm not going out of my way to, uh, I don't go out of my way to listen to them. Mid-July, you're not banging out to, uh, fucking The love we found, yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second. Ben, is this our last episode of 2020? Um, I think it is. Probably our last episode of 2020. Yeah. Make sure we address that at the end of the episode. Yeah, we will. Keen, what do you grade this movie? You know what, Ben? I think for you that I am going to grade this as your Christmas present a C, which would be a C sharp. Wow. That's a Christmas present to me. It's not like this movie is extremely rewatchable. You only watch it one time a year. It doesn't. I mean, it means nothing to me. That means I watch it a lot more than than a lot of movies. Do you watch? I mean, I I, I could be real about it. I'll give you the D minus, the D flat that I wanted to give it. Oh my god. Well, here. Uh, well, okay, okay. I mean, it's not like it's watchability. You already gave like, it super high. You're only ever going to like it's only going to be aired on TV or like brought up around Christmas time. You're not yeah. watching this in August. I know, but Christmas movies in general are rewatchable because every season it's like I got to watch it. You know what I mean? I can watch like Elf Halloween over movies. and over again. <clears throat> this movie's better than Elf. No, it's not. 
I said it. You're it wrong. This movie's better than Nightmare Before Christmas, too. You shut your fucking mouth. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shut it. You don't see him with fucking Muppet Christmas Carol tattoos. Not Check yet. It Check, it Hanzo, <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. As Charles Dickens, bro. I like the Muppets and I like sad <laughs> stories. Yeah. Check that it just out. means it. That just means that no one. Uh, it means that you can get an original tattoo then. And you know what? I bet you people do have these tattoos. I'm sure they regret Muppet them. Christmas Carol tattoo I'm putting in. Dude, people totally have these fucking tattoos. I'm looking at them right now. Somebody's trash? got Gonzo and Rizzo the rat on their fucking arm. Or leg. Yikes, bad decision. And this has gotta Joe be fake. I gotta I gotta Dude, I gotta I gotta text you this. This is fake, right? <laughs> I I mean I haven't got it yet, but I, I hope it is. I just okay, it's still sending. It's a, a woman with Kermit, Bob Pr- Cratchit, oh, and Tiny real. Tim that's on her real. fucking no, that, forehead. That's, that's face paint. You can tell it's painted. Okay. Let me show you this other one, though. This one, I don't know, that man. That would be Yike City if that was real. This one is kind of cool. I mean, that looks, yeah, that, that's the back of the calf. Yeah. I mean, I'm not into it. I know you're not. I I don't know. I I like it a lot. So I guess it's my turn to grade then, right? Sure is. What do you think, Candyman? <clears throat> it's my favorite Christmas movie. I watch it every year. Bananas. I'm giving it an A. Uh, this this Kermit the Frog one you just sent over isn't bad. Okay. I I still wouldn't wear it. Ever. I know you wouldn't wear. I know you wouldn't get it, but it's a solid. I, mean, I would get. I would. I mean, I would never get a Christmas esque tattoo. <laughs> it doesn't work all year round. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've never an igloo tattooed on me. But yeah, I'm giving it a flat, or not a f- A flat, just a flat straight A. Up, straight, straight up, up a. a. Watching it every year. Very entertaining. Solid music. Good runtime. Great acting. Pretty damn funny. I love the Muppets, man. And I think this is uh, a good representation of the Muppets in general. I love it. Man, fucking A. There you go. Um, Muppet so Christmas. This is Carol. our Muppet Christmas. This is our last episode of 2020. Uh, look, looking forward, Ben, to talking with you in the new year. Yeah, man. We'll have all sorts of. We'll have all sorts of new things. I'll have a new microphone. Oh yeah, that is right. Yep. You did tell me I'll that. Have a new- We'll have a new microphone. I will have. We'll have new movies. We'll have new guests. Yes. New microphones. Work- new guests. 
Um, most importantly, I think it might not be next week. I kind of like the every other week format at this point, but I hope you guys are still all enjoying. Um, I think what we're doing next episode, though, a little recap show, a little year in review, a little year in review, maybe some top personal top fives, top five. Original songs, original real songs, um, top five movies, top five musicals, those types of categories. Looking forward to that episode. Maybe we'll have a guest guest on then. Um, We got some other movies that uh, I would like to do on the horizon as well. we're also getting some requests, which is nice. Again, if there's any movie you want us to review, contact us at MovieMoviePov on Instagram and Twitter. Our email, Ben, what's Twitter? that? On, wait, wait, what? <laughs> don't we have an email? I don't know that we have an email, but we do oh. have Twitter. We do we have... have check us out on MusicMoviesPod.com or MusicMoviesPodcast.com. Um, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we got a Facebook group too, or a Facebook page. Oh shit, we do? Yeah, we do. Um, the movie that I've been thinking about doing that a lot of people are raving about is called Sound of Metal. I want to I want to do that one soon. That one cuts a little too close to home for me, but yeah. we will do it. Amazon this article says Amazon Sound of Metal is low key one of the best movies of 2020. Wow. People are loving this fucking movie, dude, and I do really want to watch and uh talk about it with you. I know that you are a drummer that has told me re- more recently that, uh, yeah, you got some hearing issues, and that's what it sounds My like. My hearing happened. is going downhill. Yes, yeah. it is not great. That's not that's not good. <laughs> also, Keen, you have brought up um, an idea that I think is a good one in talking about some music documentaries. I think that we should entertain that idea this coming year so if there are any music documentaries that you are a fan of let us know music movies podcast on all formats for sure in the meantime happy holidays merry christmas happy holidays happy holidays merry happy christmas yeah happy new year Let's make it better than 2020. This year kind let's, of hey, fucking ben, ben, sucked. Let's make it better. Let's, let's make, make it, better. it better. You you make it better. You make it. Ben, I'll make it better. Yeah. Are, are you saying me? I'm you saying, saying you, you. I'm saying the us, the listener, us in general. Let's all make it better. Let's, let's all, all be, be better. better. I like that. that let's better. all be better. All right. Philadelphia Phillies, you be better. Uh, you, guys you be better. Philadelphia Phillies. What the hell was that shit? <laughs>